It's Tuesday, January 16, 2024, and you are listening to Uranium Spotlight Podcast, Nuclear's Resurgence in a Clean Energy World, brought to you by PurePoint Uranium Group, trading on the TSX Venture and the OTCQB. And now your host, Chris Frostad. This week on Uranium Spotlight, we look at the cause and effect of last week's leap in uranium prices and equities with news out of Kazakhstan and the United States. As upwardly active as the spot price of uranium has been of late, nothing has come quite close to last week's excitement as the spot surged once more on the week by 13%, crossing the $100 mark to close out at $104 US per pound U308. Then, just to punctuate that move, jumped another $2 yesterday. Price pressures continued to build last week with the still looming threat of a ban on U.S. imports of Russian uranium. The Russians responded by threatening to immediately cut off all exports to the U.S. Adding to that was depressed output at major producer Cameco's MacArthur Lake mine. Prices then began to see a sharp increase after the U.S. Department of Energy released a request for proposal, which would provide $500 million to uranium producers under the Inflation Reduction Act. At that point, spot prices for uranium had gone from what was already a 16-year high at $92.45 to $95.90 a pound on Thursday. Then on Friday, the price surged once again. Friday morning, Kazataprom, the world's largest uranium miner, announced that they would likely not meet their 2024 or 2025 production quotas, ensuring a tight market in the years to come, especially as countries try to ramp up reactor construction to fight climate change and maintain energy security. Earlier this decade, price pressures were driven not just by utilities buying uranium for their own reactors, but also by financials such as Sprott Physical Uranium Trust and Yellowcake buying up large quantities. Now, however, demand is being largely driven by utilities looking to secure their supplies for the future. It is also worth mentioning that a majority of Kazataprom's supply for the next few years is already tied up in contracts with Russian and Chinese companies, and the West will need to make up a nearly 50 million pound shortfall between the contracts they have already signed compared to what they will need if they want to keep their reactors running and build more in the near future. Friday afternoon, the spot price was set at $104 a pound, an approximate 8.4% increase over Thursday. On Monday afternoon, the price stood at $106 a pound, likely still reacting to shockwaves from the news out of Kazakhstan. Analysts are unsure how long this uranium rally will last. However, in 2007, when prices approached $140 per pound after flooding at several mines, producers at other mines heavily increased production to meet demand, placing downward pressure on the price. In this case, however, with rising demand and several long-term factors complicating a steady supply, the price of uranium could stay high for a longer period. Kazataprom is a Kazakhstani state-owned miner that supplies 40% of the world's uranium and has been in a complicated situation for some time now. Over the past year, several executives, including multiple CEOs, have quit over the handling of a deal with Russia to buy a 50% stake in a future mine that would become the world's largest uranium mine, supplying 10% of global demand. Kazataprom, however, claimed that these executives quit over personal issues. Russian buying of Kazakhstani uranium has continued unabated nonetheless. Russia will control 26% of Kazakhstani uranium supply once the current contract period is over. And China has signed contracts for that same period with more than double the volume, leaving Western countries looking for other sources. On Friday, Kazataprom announced that due to shortages of sulfuric acid and construction delays at several mines in development, 
its capacity to meet 2024 production targets had been lowered. Kazatoprom claims that supplies of sulfuric acid are curtailed due to increased demand from industrial and agricultural sources and a lack of supplies on international as well as domestic markets. Sulfuric acid is used in the in-situ leach process, one of the ways in which uranium is commonly mined all around the world. Kazatoprom was planning, starting in 2022, to increase production targets for 2024 to 90% of what's possible under subsoil use agreements, up from 80% in 2023. Now it seems that those plans may be curtailed. The plan that was outlined in 2022 to then use 100% of Kazakhstan's capacity for uranium mining has now also been put at risk. The uranium market surged on this news, but with more developments sure to come, it is likely to continue. Last week, both spot prices and equities surged on the news that pursuant to the Inflation Reduction Act, the U.S. Department of Energy had put out a request for proposal to uranium miners and companies with enrichment and conversion capability with $500 million in subsidies hanging in the balance. These subsidies would go towards the establishment of a secure supply of high-assay, low-enriched uranium, or HALU, that would be independent from Russian sources. HALU is used in a new and in-development type of reactor called a small modular reactor. Many countries around the world are hoping that small modular reactors, or SMRs, can be built faster and cheaper than larger scale reactors, but still provide baseload carbon-free energy capacity 24 hours a day where it's needed. These countries are hoping that the new reactors would therefore strengthen their efforts to combat climate change. Since the Russian invasion of Ukraine, it has been a goal of the Biden administration to ensure that America's supply of natural and enriched uranium for its reactors is being sourced from countries which are not geopolitically at odds with the United States. Russia, through its wholly owned state corporation Rosatom, has for years supplied 50% of the world's converted and enriched uranium. This includes 12% of the United States' uranium. Now, with Russia's invasion of Ukraine, Western countries are looking to ensure their own energy security and avoid funding Russia's war effort. Rosatom's subsidiary, Tenex, is currently the only corporation in the world that can produce HALU, and therefore, without establishing a domestic supply of HALU, there would be no way to build a whole fleet of SMRs without funding Russian aggression. This is what led to the Inflation Reduction Act's provision for U.S. HALU production and also led to the vote by the U.S. House of Representatives to pass a measure which would ban all imports from Russian uranium, but would leave room for utilities to continue buying fuel from Rosatom through waivers until 2029. 10X, however, has warned that if the U.S. approves the ban, Russia could cut off all exports of uranium to the U.S. immediately, causing massive chaos. If the U.S. wants to have any supplies of HALU or even a wholly safe supply of the low-enriched uranium, usually used in large reactors, they'll need to look more to their close allies and to their own abilities to encourage a domestic supply. If uranium equities were looking for their cue to take off, they found it in last week's news. On Monday of this week, North American uranium equities ran up approximately 5% over the day. On Canada's Toronto Stock Exchange, Cameco closed Monday at $68.51, up 2.3% on 1.5 million shares traded. Denison Mines was up 6%, closing at $2.80 on 11.8 million shares traded. And the Spot Physical Uranium Trust closed at $33, up 0.8% on 28.5 million shares. Uranium exploration companies appeared to be the big winners, finally seeing some of the huge gains that eluded them in 2023. After many years, uranium investors are finally seeing the early moves into a cycle they have so eagerly anticipated. And that wraps up your Uranium Spotlight coverage for this week. 
For more news and events from the world of uranium, please tune in next week to Uranium Spotlight. You've been listening to Uranium Spotlight, your weekly podcast dedicated to delivering the latest news and events shaping the uranium fuel market and its critical role in the global energy landscape. Brought to you by PurePoint Uranium Group. PurePoint actively operates a portfolio of advanced uranium projects in the world's richest uranium district and has established partnerships with some of the largest uranium suppliers worldwide. While our passion for this subject is undeniable, it's essential to clarify that the information presented here is not investment advice. Instead, our goal is to offer an unbiased and comprehensive review of recent events that could impact uranium prices. Join us again next Tuesday for Uranium Spotlight, 